Welcome to the show, friends. Rights to Film. And thank you for joining your host, Juicy, at Juicy Fruit Productions. The show discusses screenwriting, filmmaking, and music involved in film, TV, and everywhere and anywhere they're found in the visual arts and entertainment industry. So grab your drink of choice and sit back for this episode of Rights to Film. Today's episode is the fifth installment in the series, Creating Story Ideas to Outline or Not Outline. Last week we talked about character development. Hopefully you've developed the characters enough and are ready to move on. Otherwise, listen to last week's podcast. Outlining, yes or no, is what we're talking about this week. But before we do that, subscribe to the channel, share the podcast, and smash the like or thumbs up button as it will help us bring more spicy content your way. Also, donating to the channel will support the creative cause and give Juicy Fruit Productions the resources we need. Thank you in advance for your support. Now, on with the show. To reiterate, a hero wants one thing, and the antagonist is in direct conflict to that goal. Outlining your story. The purpose of outlining your story is to capture all information and details of your story. There are some pros and cons, so let me go through them. The pros are effective storytelling and detailed to your creativity level. Cons are it's too restrictive in some instances, and it does limit spontaneous creativity. So it's up to you whether you want to outline or not. There are some pros and cons, like I just mentioned, but it's really up to your creativity level whether you have the capability of actually creating the whole story from front to back without any other influence or any kind of record. If you feel like you need some kind of detail to move on with the story, this is what the outline is for. It's also one to capture it as you uh, develop your story, as your script evolves. Let me go through some of the sections that are in an outline that I usually follow along. One is the introduction. So what kind of format? Is it a feature, a pilot, a webisode? What do you got going on? Then you, the next thing is the title, the genre, and the logline. So let's go back to the genre so you can add sub-genres or mix the genres. Uh, usually three to four is more than enough. Uh, two is uh, usually the target. One is better if you can shrink it down into one particular genre. And the next section that I use is what I call beginnings. It's one you could put the premise. If you don't know what the premise is, it's basically one line and it doesn't have anything to do with the story per se but it has to do with the overall feeling or the gesture of the story and then there's a theme so we all know what themes are basically it's something that's set in a particular fashion to portray a particular message then there's characters uh, starting with your main characters and then your secondary and then your tertiary characters so you want to make sure that every character that you've already thought up in your story idea is one that you want to list here. So you want to list also, you know, their ages, kind of what their traits are, their particular traits, unique traits. Don't really get into dress unless that's what you are going for. Say somebody who's an emo, right? You want to put emo. And sort of a picture of that particular style comes to mind. And then you want to put information about your world or your setting that your story is in, say it's a world that's a fantasy world, you want to make sure that you capture as much as you can about that world because you got to stick within that world, those rules, and um, the way it operates has to be consistent. Setting could be you know, set in a high school or set in a park or set in a car. 
for Cujo, for example, uh, most of the movie was about them being stuck in a car. And then uh, the synopsis. And so the synopsis can be as short as one paragraph, which is highly unlikely. Usually you like to break it up within acts. So with a feature, you have four different acts. You have Act 1, Act 2A, Act 2B, and then Act 3. Go ahead and drum up a paragraph for each of those acts and see if you can get it down to one paragraph. You may need to go longer if it's a more complex story, um, high concept story. You want to make sure that you capture as much as you can in there from start to finish. And then the next section I like to call the advanced, where you have a beat sheet and you can follow along to save the cat. Beat sheet, there's plenty of different examples of what a beat sheet is or what's included in a beat sheet. So I would look at that. I put act breakdowns. So within the act, what is the purpose of those acts? And try not to get too much into the scene, just kind of dictate as to what is going to be happening within that particular act. So you take your paragraphs and you break it down even more to add more detail, more color to the story for that particular section. And then I break that down into actual scenes. So I start to add scene headings where the scenes are going to be and what time of day so it's day or night and then who's in those scenes and what's the purpose of those scenes so all that should be within that act breakdown and broken down even further into actual scenes and then i like to look at my setups and payoffs are they being used effectively if i have setups all through act one but i don't pay them off at all there's no sense in having those setups there it's kind of a waste so you got to look at what you have written and see if you can set up some scenarios so you have payoffs later on. And the reveal, or the bigger the reveal, uh, the bigger the payoff's gonna be. So you wanna make sure you set that all up ahead of time so you can bring your audience along with what the payoffs are gonna be. And then some people like to add this. I've never done it yet, but I plan to, which is storyboarding. And that's particularly just drawing out panels of what the visuals are gonna be within a particular scene. And you may have, you know, anywhere from one to five panels or even more, but try to stick to something that's going to be not telling the whole story in every scene or every shot within a scene. Go ahead and try to make as much of the dynamic or the action panels come to life within the storyboarding section. And then I have a little section here called Beyond the Outline. And that's basically, you're just practicing an outline in your script writing process and it will become a disciplined action so that you can go ahead and move beyond the outline in the script. And that allows more creativity. It allows you a chance to find your voice and it actually gives you experience in doctoring a script. Now, I don't know if you've heard of script doctors, but apparently they're, they're out there and they're very expensive and very effective in telling the correct way of telling that particular story or that script. If you don't know what a script doctor is, you should uh, go ahead and research that. Find out, can you adapt to some of those practices within your own script writing and maybe even come up with a great script yourself or you can go ahead and look at other scripts from other writers and lend your voice that way. And then of course you can choose not to outline and what this does is it allows total creativity, both spontaneous and litigated. So what I mean is uh, maybe that person has thought about different things within the script or the story before they even write it and so they've kind of already worked out particular bugs or you know plot holes or whatever. And it probably tends to be more likely unique in that that person is hopefully telling a story that is unique enough to be different from other existing movies. It also allows for more effectiveness within the collaboration. So as you have two people, for example, writing a story, they have the story idea, they've worked out character development, and now they're 
deciding to go ahead and move on without outlining. They can bounce ideas off of each other to kind of litigate and keep spontaneity as well. One of the biggest cons is you got, you're got you going to have pitfalls and plot holes that could happen and could destroy your creative process. It could make a fear of, okay, now my story is screwed up. I don't know where to go from here. And usually what that will do is for a writer, they'll have to rethink that particular section where it starts to go it starts to go off the rails and try to bring it back in uh, in line and that is bringing it all together you know so when i say that although you know outlining does that as well no outlining makes a more of a of an accomplishment so i did my first story i wrote it in about maybe a few hours and it was 25 pages from start to finish but it was definitely not a complete script at 25 pages and what i was shooting for was a feature so it actually i added more and more to the story to make it better and to also add more events that were happening that made the story flow better so that does it for this episode of rights to film thank you for joining us today we really appreciate you being here juicy fruit productions brings you entertaining and educational content that hopefully you can use in your art and life and share it with others around you and if it's your first time or you haven't done so yet subscribe or follow the channel we'd love to have you as part of the juicy fruit family also leave a comment let us know what you thought of the show or content you want to hear about next you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram You'll find all the links below in the description of the podcast. This is your host, Juicy, at Juicy Fruit Productions with Rob Entertainment Corporation. It's been a blast bringing you another exciting episode of Rights to Film. I look forward to bringing more stimulating content in the future. Take care and have a blessed day. This has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.robbent.com. Thank you for listening.